Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. In the last few episodes, we've been discussing the simple four-step e-commerce sales funnel. We talked about the awareness stage and how to attract potential customers to your business before they even know they have a problem, and the interest stage where you start introducing your product as the solution to that problem. If you haven't listened to those episodes yet, please scroll down to the show notes for the links. It's going to be a lot easier for you to follow along if you already have an understanding of the other steps in the funnel. And I really should have named these episodes as a series, but you live and you learn. When we discussed the interest stage, we talked about how the goal was to nudge them toward making a purchase by telling them more about you and your business. That's really the beginning of the purchase stage and what we're going to talk about today. As you can see, all of these stages, they really melt into one another. There's no hard divider between them. So there are parts of the previous episode that are also going to be relevant here. And fingers crossed that you are able to follow along. If you have questions or need clarification, please come on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. We've already been having some more conversation about what type of content to create for your customers and get a little clarification based on your specific business. I can help you there. Or you can always DM me on Instagram. At this point in the funnel, you've educated your customer on the fact that they have a problem. That was the awareness stage. And that a product like yours is the solution to that problem, the interest stage. So you've convinced them that it's time to buy and they need this product. But the question still remains, are you the one that they should purchase from? Your main goal in the purchase stage is to set yourself apart from the rest. And in most cases, there's going to be someone else out there who sells a product just like yours. So you've got to figure out what makes you different. Very often when you're talking about smaller businesses, the thing that sets you apart is you. So if you are willing to insert yourself into your brand, that's going to go a long way. And this is the case with my business too. I'm not the only one who teaches e-commerce, but if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you've already decided that you want to learn from me. Whether it's the way I present the information, my background, my brand values, or just because you love an all-black wardrobe too. There's something about me that makes you want to learn from me. We're seeing more and more these days that people like to buy from people. So it's a very strong strategy and will get you very far. I encourage you to consider it. I know it's not for everyone. So if you've decided that it's not for you, that's okay. 
But if you're sort of teetering or you just have one foot in or out and you kind of go back and forth, I say jump all in. So when it comes to getting that first purchase, there's a few things that you can do and focus on to encourage that customer to buy from you. We did touch on the first time discount offer and free shipping and or returns as a tool for that. Those are pretty self-explanatory, but there's some other things you're going to want to focus on as well, like great product photos, really clear policies for returns and shipping, great customer service, strong product descriptions, and social proof or product reviews. That's just a few things. I'm not going to go into all of the things in this episode. Check out episode number five for how to increase your website conversions There's a much deeper dive on everything I just listed, plus some additional things that you're going to want to have on your website. For today's episode, I want to focus more on how all of that translates while you're actively selling your product. So what does that look like when you are posting on social media, writing emails, and actually marketing? So I'm going to run through a list of ideas to get you started. This is not exhaustive, right? And like I say, with everything I talk about, it's going to be dependent on your business and your product. And there are a lot of variables. But my goal is to give you some high level ideas so you can think about how to share those messages. So I mentioned product reviews. If you're not already collecting those, please start doing that right away. And once you do that, start sharing them. It's awesome to have them on your website on the actual product page. They definitely need to be there. The customer is going to be on the product page, see the reviews, and it's going to help them make that purchasing decision. But you can also reuse that content in other areas of your business. You'll definitely want to put them in your emails. This is especially helpful in your browse abandonment and checkout abandonment emails. Now, depending upon the volume of your sales and how wide your product assortment is or how quickly you turn individual products, you may want to try and focus on getting more general reviews just about your business and what the experience of shopping with you is like versus product-specific reviews. If you use a tool like Yotpo, you can actually set the percentage of requests for site reviews versus product reviews. I'm not sure offhand if that is specific to a certain tier of their service because they have changed it a lot. So you'll have to check into that. But if you can get some general site reviews or even if you notice that they start to come through in your regular product reviews, because some customers will just say that, or if they mention things about fast shipping, great customer service, things like that, pull out those reviews to use in those emails. Because if, you know, you are showing a review of a particular product and that's not what that customer was looking at, there's going to be a little disconnect there. Obviously, if you're a one product store, that doesn't matter. And this can be as simple as copying and pasting the text into the body of the email. You can make a pretty image. Or if you're using Yotpo and Klaviyo, there's actually an integration at a higher level 
where it will automatically pull in the new Yotpo review. So you can just put a little placeholder in the email. That's a really cool feature because it keeps them fresh. You can also share these on social media, both in your feed and in your stories. Create pretty graphics with them. You can put them in captions when you're featuring a specific product. And if you have stories, create a highlight of them. People do actually go back and tap through those highlights. I was just doing that today on someone's profile. And when you do post these reviews on social, consider adding a little bit of information to just add a little bit of your own personality in there as well. So maybe you talk about how much you love reading these reviews, how much it lights you up. It's why you do what you do because you're having this impact on other people. So this not only shows that other people are buying your product, it's validating you. It's giving you that social proof, but it's also injecting a little bit of you into your brand. The other thing I really love about this is it's content you don't have to create from scratch. It's already created for you. And reviews are really just another form of user-generated content, which is another thing that you can share. So encourage your customers to tag you on social media while they're using or wearing your product and share those images. Make sure you get permission first, but share it on your social channels and you can even share it on your website. There are third-party platforms that will let you add a feed of a specific hashtag on your site, for example, and you always get to approve the content before it goes live on your website. If you don't have any user-generated content yet, if you're still new or you're just taking you a bit to kind of ramp that up because you hadn't been really communicating that to your customers before, create some of your own. You can be the subject or get a couple of friends together and have them help you create some content or you can partner with influencers to create it for you. As much life as you can give to your product the better it's going to land with people. And the more that they can see that other people are loving your product, using it, it's going to be easier for them to see themselves using it. And real quick, let's go back to the discount and the free shipping offer. We did discuss this last week, but I wanted to just touch on it a little bit again. If it's not something that you can offer all of the time because shipping is expensive, you can't necessarily do free shipping all the time and you don't want to train customers to wait on discounts, but you can use them as a tool during certain times of the year, whether it's a holiday or even an end of season sale. So your discounts don't have to always be huge. They can be smaller and for very limited times. They can be directed toward a specific group of people. Maybe in, you know, in this case, we're talking about those first-time purchasers, but you can still use it as a tool throughout your business. And the same thing with the free shipping. I often use free shipping in cart abandonment emails. So before I, you know, give a discount off of the purchase, which I'll only give to first-time people, I may offer free shipping first and see if I can get them to convert sooner. Just remember that with discounts and free shipping, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing and you can insert them 
once in a while to give your biz a little boost. So this next one, I'm going to go a little bit deeper into this because I'm not sure if everyone knows what theirs actually is. And that is your USP or your unique selling proposition. What makes you special? Why do people want to buy from your company instead of somebody else's? Is it because you have amazing customer service? Is it because everything ships same day and they're going to have it in two to three days? Is it because you have a really great exchange and return policy? Start to think about all the reasons you probably enjoy buying from maybe a smaller business because it's more a more personal experience than if you go to one of the big guys and you're just a number, right? So that's a good place to start. But then what else are you able to offer your customer that the small business next to you is not? Sometimes your unique selling proposition is the fact that you make small batch goods and there's only a limited quantity of them. And it's not super easy to get your hands on. Or this is the only place that you can buy this particular product. This was handcrafted. This was made with love, right? What's like the secret ingredient to great baked goods? It was baked with love. So you're going to have to think on this a little bit. And if you don't already have a USP, you definitely got to figure out what that is. And sometimes you have more, right? Sometimes it is free shipping with every order and there's something else. Whatever they are, talk about them everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. I'll use myself as the example. One of the things that's super, super important to me in this business and when I work with clients is I teach you the why and the how behind everything that we do together. So if you're working with me one-on-one and we're working together for three months on your overall e-commerce strategy... And we're going to talk SEO and email marketing and product assortment and pricing and navigation on your website. Like we're going to talk all the things, but I'm not just going to go in and fix or just give you a list of things to do. I'm going to teach you along the way so that you are able to make smarter decisions moving forward without me. That is so important to me. And not everybody does that, right? Some consultants and I've talked about this before as well, especially with developers and things. They want you to have to keep coming back to them so they can keep getting more of your money. There's not necessarily anything wrong with that. That's just not how I do it. And I do have, you know, some clients when they come to me for their Clavio email marketing setup, for example, they just want it done for them. And that's cool. I'm happy to do it and I will but I'm still going to teach you some things along the way because you need to be able to manage it when we're done. That's my unique selling proposition along with a couple of other things, but that's what I really focus on. So whatever your USP or P's are, make sure you are talking about them everywhere. Add them to your Instagram bio if it makes sense. Talk about it on your stories. Plaster it on your website put it in your emails, weave it into all of the content you create. It can even just be small mentions in your um, post captions. 
but just kind of pepper it in a few times. Because remember, people need to hear and see things seven to 10 times before it clicks. So make sure you repeat, repeat, repeat everywhere. And in different forms, right? Because people take in information differently. So you may have a banner at the top of your website that says free shipping on every order, but maybe the customer didn't see it. So maybe you can have it on your product pages also. Maybe you need to also put it in your emails. Maybe you need to tell people in your Instagram bio. Maybe you need to tell them when you're on stories or if you do a live video. Remind them in a caption if you feature an item. Don't forget, free shipping with all orders. So just make sure you're talking about it everywhere. And I know we've discussed this somewhere in a previous episode, but for you, it feels like you're saying the same thing over and over and over again. And you are. (laughs) Technically, you are. And you're probably sick of hearing it. But you've got new people coming in front of you all the time. And not everyone is seeing everything you post. And not everyone is in all of the places. So you want to spread wide so you can try and catch them wherever they're at and consuming the information. And when it comes to creating content at this stage, remember, they already know they need a product like yours. The question is whether or not they want to buy from you. So this is why the USP is so important, why the social proof is so important. And you want to be creating content to help them make the purchasing decision. And a really great place to start with this is your frequently asked questions. What questions are previous customers or soon-to-be customers always asking about your product? about your shipping and return policy, about what they can expect in shopping with you. If those people are asking that question, there are a lot of other people that are wondering the same thing. And those are their objections and the things that could be holding them back from making the purchase. And maybe it's not even about you, but it's about, hey, is this actually going to solve my problem? Maybe they need that one extra validation that, yes, this is going to solve the problem that you have. Yes, this is going to work for that thing that you're wondering if it's going to work for. Use that as the jumping off point and try and answer any and all objections that a customer could have before they even have them. So this comes down to the content you create on social media. This is the kind of stuff you can put in your product descriptions or just on your product page in general. You can put it in your email marketing. This is especially helpful in your abandonment emails, like your browse and checkout abandonment. Because if they've come and they've gotten to the point where they've put it in their cart but they haven't quite completed the purchase just yet. There's something that's holding them back. True, they could have just got distracted because, I don't know, the doorbell rang or a kid was yanking on their leg, but there's likely an objection in there too. So use that communication method to overcome those objections. So like I mentioned, at this point in the funnel, You know, they know they need this product. They just need a little bit of help to get over the hump of making the purchase. 
And another thing to remember is that people generally buy with emotion and justify with logic. So the purchase portion of the funnel is really kind of teetering in between those, right? We did talk a lot more about the emotion piece there where you're kind of letting them know that they have this problem, they're figuring it out, you have the product. Oh, what would it be like if I had this product and this pain point was solved, right? And now you need to give them a little bit more of the logic of why you are the right reason. But there's an emotional component to that too. And that's where the you comes in, the buying from the small business, the supporting this family, the results that you've had from using your product, your story. So it's a little bit of both. And that's why, like I said, all of these pieces of the funnel sort of melt into one another. So when you're sitting down to think about, okay, I've got them in this purchase stage. I just need to get them to make that make the purchase. What do I talk about here? Think about the journey as a whole. Don't think of them like as siloed sections. So I want you to kind of take all of this in together and just think about, okay, is there something I still need to touch on from before to lead them into this next piece that I'm going to talk about? And how do those things kind of go together? So I know it's a little, it's a little confusing to explain. I hope it's all making sense. Like I said, if you have questions about it, please don't hesitate to reach out and you can totally come into Instagram DM if you'd like the conversation to be more private. But all of our conversations, I'll make it as specific to your business as I can because I definitely want to help you get those purchases. That's what this is all about. In next week's episode, we're going to be talking about the repeat purchase. So stay tuned for that. There is a freebie this week for a little recap here. So definitely check that out, ecommercebadassery.com forward slash 14. And it will, of course, be in the show notes, as will the links for those other episodes if you haven't listened to them yet um, or you want to go back and listen to them again. Thank you so much for hanging out today. I hope you're getting a lot of value out of this series. And until next time, I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.